Do we need to keep a tally of the number of times that we say, what's that sound, since we've moved into the RV? (laughs) Maybe. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Annabelle and Christian. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... A little lonesome. Hello from the beautiful Grand Canyon National Park here in nor- northern Arizona. And because we're next to this giant hole in the ground, we have had very limited reception on our phone and therefore the internet. And also there's not really Wi-Fi. We went into the lodge the other day and we got on the Wi-Fi, but then we didn't get out to the internet. So... Suffice to say, we don't have that much connectivity right here, right now, which is fine, I think, because it's a national park. We should have cell phone towers and, you know, big golden buildings of hotels or anything, because that would be stupid. I agree. (laughs) Um, So for this show, what we thought about doing was to talk about the pros and cons of being disconnected both from a like social media perspective and from an you know internet perspective we're not connected but also because we've been here you know kind of by ourselves uh, except for you know a couple of days where we actually met with two of our friends Alyssa and Rodney Lapp of Serial Homesteaders Um, and next week we will have their interview so stay tuned for that that was a really fun interview to do yeah but other than that we've been pretty much alone i mean to ourselves there's boatloads of people here at the grand (laughs) canyon but pretty much to ourselves for the last week which for my little introvert heart is just a joy (laughs) we spent the last few weeks of denver of our time in denver Hanging out with as many people as humanly possible, which of course humanly was wonderful for me. Yes, <laughs> it was wonderful for me too because I I did want to like see everyone before we left, and so I knew that this period of rest was coming. So it was it was okay. Yeah, and I I enjoyed seeing everyone before we left, but I was really happy to have this week in our schedule of just the two of us hanging out before we enter into another month of hanging out seeing with a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, wait for that episode coming up next week with our friends, the Alyssa. The Serial Homesteaders. The Serial Homesteaders. Or no, wait, wait. It's not the Serial Homesteaders. It's just. Oh, it's just Serial Serial Homesteaders. homesteaders. Yeah. Okay. If you'd like to catch up on old episodes, including our last Denver episode that we released la- uh, last week, you can listen to old episodes from the website at swepttogether.com, and you can find all the share buttons for this episode at swepttogether.com slash episode 33. You can share us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest probably. I don't know. Just, you know. If you have somebody you want Everywhere to share online. <laughs> this episode with, you can find a way. It's the internet. Unless you're disconnected like us. Yeah, and if you're listening on iTunes or the podcast app on, on your phone, 
please rate us on iTunes and instructions to do that are on our website also swepttogether.com slash share the love and speaking of our phones so we're parked here in an RV campground in the Grand Canyon actually in the National Park which is funny yeah, because I had no idea. Yeah, not in the actual canyon. Not in the actual canyon. <laughs> on the top rim, on the southern rim of the Grand Canyon. I actually, when I made this reservation, I had no idea that we were going to be in the canyon yeah. or in the national park itself. I thought we were outside the national park. But turns out, surprise. The GPS led us into the park and I I said to Christian, are we, like, are we camping in the park? He was like, I don't think so. Turns out we are. Yeah, I had no idea. Which is pretty awesome. It's a, it's quite a happy surprise, really. Right. Yeah, but the uh, interesting surprise, I guess it wasn't, it wasn't that much of a surprise, is that we didn't have, or we don't have any um, cell service or internet service, really. So, you know, like one, one time, I actually tried to post something on Instagram, <laughs> a picture of Gulliver when he was parked in our previous campground um, the week before we got to the Grand Canyon, which was Moab, Utah. And I tried to post it, and it didn't give me, you know, Instagram or whatever. It didn't say that it was posted, and I couldn't see it. So I tried it again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> and it still didn't do it. Now he's like, ah, well, forget it. I'm just going to give up for now, and then maybe I'll post it later. And then when we got into town and then we got some cell service, we got to Tusayan, Tusayan. I don't even know how to say that. Tusayan, Tusayan. No Tusayan. idea. Tusayan. It's a town. Toyota Sion. It's when basically, When we got into yeah. Toyota Sion town, which <laughs> is like five miles outside of the park, we got a little bit of cell service. And um, our friend Lily texted us and said, hey, uh, do you know that you posted <laughs> your picture like six different times on Instagram? I was like, oh, no, I didn't know that that happened because, you know, I didn't have any feedback from Instagram saying that it had posted. And so. we couldn't look at our feed to to notice that the picture had posted. Right. But the funny it, part is that multiple people... Maybe they just liked the, liked it because they thought it was funny that we'd posted the same photo. Or something. But multiple people liked multiple photos, like multiple identical photos. Right. Wait, did, do you mean like like the same person liked all six photos? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Maybe that's like a new Instagram hack. Just keep posting the same exact photo, you know? <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? And then you can get like... A bunch of new followers that way. I... And then just delete photos. I bet you that's the reason why Instagram, you know, some of those people that have like 20 posts and have 6,000 followers, that's what they do. They like post and then they like delete their posts. Yeah, I don't know. It looks pretty sleazy for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust those guys. <laughs> I really don't. I also don't know what I'm doing on Instagram. Sorry, guys. Well, because I was the one that posted <laughs> all six photos. My bad. Anyway, that's what we're talking about today is connection or lack thereof with technology, connection or lack thereof with ourselves. 
I and guess. people too, and our friends. Yeah. You know, friends, family, and kind of just anyone in general. Being disconnected from your what would I, what would you say that like a, your support system your, your your social networks social network yeah I mean both digital and mm-hmm. physical social networks and you know that 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 sometimes helps our relationships and and it's definitely we've we've noticed a pretty big difference in our relationship even just the past week we travel a lot also and we also notice it during those times as well we were in key cocker in belize in february also you know not a lot of cell service not a lot of and and no you know social network to right. to to speak of because we were by ourselves we didn't know anybody antarctica and, antarctica although you know there were people there that we eventually became friends with yeah so but we definitely had no access to the internet right so we had to kind of rely on the people actually that were physically there. Which you know. they turned out to be pretty cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so that that's, you know, something that we have discovered is that being disconnected kind of really helps our reliance on each other because we really only have each other. For example, you know, what we have done, I mean, basically we, we have been each other's entertainment (laughs) (laughs) i mean we've talked to each other quite a bit about pretty much everything we've started you know reformatting the show and then trying to figure out what direction we want to take it in you know we we we've done all the things that we you know had on our back on the back burner to do but because we were in denver in our home and in our comfortable situations um we didn't do those things and we just kind of left them on the back burner until now. I think the biggest difference for me, although both of us have mentioned this, being disconnected from the outside world, being kind of out in the wilderness, we've both gotten way better sleep. Yeah, definitely. I think like I, I naturally wake up early, but then... I still feel groggy and kind of out of it for, you know, like 20, 30 minutes or whatever. But I've noticed that as soon as I wake up, I'm like ready to go, you know, to start the day or whatever we're doing. And I'm not sleepy. And I think maybe that's like the light situation too here. Mm. There's not a whole lot of light pollution. So it's really dark. really dark at night. Right. There's nothing that is lit up unlike where we live in downtown Denver where everything is lit up still at night and I've also noticed I think you haven't you haven't woken up in the middle of the night either that's like you know something that you do sometimes is yeah you have interrupted sleep there was one night that I did I forget why but but yeah, I've slept very deeply and have not also have not woken up exhausted. I think when we were back home, well, and just in the natural kind of, it's natural that before we this big transition, we had a lot of projects going. I was finishing up everything at my job. 
We were trying to see everyone. Right. We were finishing so there was the a lot RV of stress going on. renovations. We were moving, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot going on. And so I did not sleep well probably for three weeks. So when we got out into the RV, it's just so easy to sleep. Yeah. One, because a lot of those stresses were now behind us. Obviously, we were in the RV. We had moved in and all, you know, all of the essential projects were finished. Right. Um, also, though, I think when we were at home, I had the habit of being on my phone, you know, being on social media or whatever right before I went to sleep. And I'd usually in the morning be so groggy that I'd kind of need to like scroll on my phone for a bit. And it's almost like the blue light of the screen. I would like use it to wake me up in the morning. And here, because I can't like lie in bed and scroll Instagram because there's no feed. There's no, <laughs> right. It's really slow and I get frustrated quickly. Even if I try, I'm like, ugh, this isn't working. So I end up doing things like playing solitaire or meditating or whatever. And I think those are less stimulating. So I end up sleeping better. And better sleep, I think, at least from my, from my side, directly impacts the quality of our relationship. Yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> I'm a grumpy McGrumperson when I don't have enough sleep. Yeah. And we also have like less distractions. For example, like the last, what, like three days we've been, we've been hiking and we've gone like, we, we, we woke up early in the morning, we got up out to the trail and then started hiking, you know, and we just spent a lot of time together, you know, exercising. First of all, that was good. And admiring you know our surroundings so we're really we're really present um without all of the distractions and without the necessity to go to like events or parties or you know social get other social gatherings as elwoods would say who elwoods elwood no elwoods from legally blonde oh elwoods i think that's her name <laughs> She would say, endorphins make you happy. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy, and happy people just don't kill their husbands. Yeah, that's good. This is life advice from Legally Blonde. And then also, you know, disconnecting helps in other areas of our lives as well, not just in our relationship, but, you know, in our business. For example... My uh, Airbnb endeavor, um, I've been, you know, before we left, I had set up a system to try to automate as much of my Airbnb operations as possible. And I, now that we're disconnected, I got a chance to like relook it over and figure out like, where can I automate more and make things more, run more smoothly so that, you know, A, it doesn't take up as much of my time to manage the Airbnb. And then B, it makes it for a better experience for my Airbnb guests. And so I've seen my productivity in that um, arena 
increased because we're disconnected because I have nothing other than that to do. Yeah. You know, there's not like scrolling through Facebook and then getting upset about whatever political posts that it's just like a time suck. It is just a time suck. And now I'm actually productive, which is good. I think, too, you're forced to create systems because we don't have reliable internet. And so having things scheduled or whatever automatically to happen, whether or not we have the service to hit send is a benefit. Yeah. Of being out here. Yeah. You know, have you have you heard of the the company that is like based in, in Silicon Valley where they take, you know, these people like startups or people who work at um, a lot of big tech industry, you know, tech companies, they'll take them and these executives or whatever will pay them a bunch of money to take them to the woods camping and then have no cell service. Have you heard of that? No. Yeah. Like people, will, that is a service. It's like they'll take their phones from them and then say, and then make, and then take them somewhere where they, there's definitely no cell service. There's no outside distraction. They're just out in nature, just like what we're doing. And that's a company. That's a business. Dang. <laughs> and they cater just for, you know, the high stress, high anxiety, you know, fast paced people that work in, you know, these kinds of industries. Right. And um, I guess it's a booming company right now. That's which that crazy. Would be kind of, that would be a pretty cool company to, to run. Yeah. Yeah. And it's forced us to be, like you said, be productive with the time that we do have to work. Because, of course, I've worked every day that we've been here at the Grand Canyon, but only for... Like half the day. Yeah. Yeah. Two to three to four hours-ish a day. And because I only have so much time, you know, I have to stay focused and get everything done quickly so I can get out and do what we want to do. Or we've been out doing things all day and I want to get things done so I can go to sleep. And we... So one day we took the shuttle bus from the national park into town and spent an hour at a McDonald's. Where they had internet. Yeah, they had internet. And they also had insanely overpriced yeah, food everything. items. We paid $8 for one medium soda and one medium fry, which we shared, which by McDonald's standards is like highway robbery. Right. And the funny thing was their cups... As well as their internet splash page when you, you know, when you go to their, you know, Wi-Fi and you connect to the Wi-Fi and it's like, welcome to McDonald's Wi-Fi. It was, it said $1 for all drinks. And then I, I noticed the receipt and I was like, wait, why is it $3 for a freaking medium sized drink? And so I went back and I was like, hey, uh, you charged me $3 probably accidentally. It's fine, but you know, I want to get a refund. And the lady was like very, you know, she's very sorry. And she was like, no, you know, I'm sorry that we don't do that here. Even our cups say a dollar for each of our drinks, but we just don't. And I guess because 
they're a monopoly here. I mean, yeah, there's it's no like a other tourist yeah trap. So there's no other. I don't think there's any other um, food here or uh, fast food. There was a Wendy's across the street. Oh, there's a Wendy's. Oh, okay, I didn't even notice that one. But McDonald's and Wendy's—they're the only game in town, and they probably are owned by the same people. And <laughs> yeah, seriously, and both franchises. they don't have a ton of competition. We—I looked on Yelp out of curiosity when we were meal planning for this week, just to see. You know, usually we go out to eat once a week or so, just have a date night, get a break from cooking. And so I was looking to see if there were any good restaurants maybe we could check out. There were no restaurants anywhere near the Grand Canyon rated over three and a half stars on Yelp. Yeah, we probably would have to go to like Flagstaff for <laughs> for anything decent or maybe Sedona. I, don't I know. was. But either way, they're like an hour I away. I was quite surprised. So people end up at McDonald's, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mind... I guess, paying the $8 for free internet, free internet. (laughs) But because I knew I only had, you know, we had IMAX tickets for a a Grand Canyon show. And so I only had an hour to get done what I needed to get done on my computer. So it forced me to be really efficient. I think I had, I had several emails waiting in my inbox that I was procrastinating about responding to and just cranked out a whole bunch of things in the time that we were connected to the internet. Yeah. Because I knew I only had a limited number of uh, a limited amount of time. So productivity is good. Yeah. And you know, I think I think that's why people do that like email time blocking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, where they don't check email until you know, 12 p.m. and then they will stop checking email or responding to email at 2 p.m. for example and then they'll do other productive things because because of that thing exactly what we're talking about so this connection is definitely you know can have its pros as well I mean I'm an extrovert as Annabelle will like to say and because it's true it's yeah it's true (laughs) but I like being around people and that's just where, you know, I get my energy from. And so if I'm not around people, I guess I'm more productive because I don't have distractions. I love being around people, but I guess maybe I'm not as productive when I am. Are you getting sad? No, I'm not getting sad. I mean, because I know we're going to be seeing other people eventually. So, you know, I'm just kind of enjoying this time away but i am getting kind of antsy like, yeah i can't wait to go to phoenix in 100 degree weather tomorrow <laughs> oh i really can't wait it's cold in the grand canyon right now yeah it's pretty cold it's getting it gets down to freezing at night um and uh and it gets kind of cold in rv because it's not like a house right and we don't want to use up all of our expensive propane running the heat all night right So all that to say, you know, there are a lot of pros and cons of being connected. Pro for me as an extrovert, I get a lot of energy. I maintain the relationships that I have with friends and family and all the people that I 
stay in touch with, but the cons are distraction and lots of it and less productivity because of it. Mm -hmm. And so what's the pros and cons of being disconnected? The pros and cons for me of being disconnected are that I definitely am sleeping better. I'm definitely feeling more productive and more creative. I've had tons of new ideas in the last few days that I'm excited to implement once I'm back in the internet world. I really feel like my my creativity is is all like worked up right now. Really? Yeah. What does that look like right now to you? Well, I I think so I'm a a thinker. I my brain is like constantly going but I think when I'm connected to the internet, for example, or social media or, you know, just the distractions of everyday life, all those things fill up my brain space. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't... I mean, and, because that's what it's supposed to right. It's designed to do. It's designed to do that. I mean, Facebook wants you to continue to engage. Right. Because otherwise they lose revenue. Right. But when I'm disconnected... I don't have any of those things competing for my brain waves. And so when we're hiking, when we're you know, any of the when we were riding our bikes, any of the things that we're doing, my brain then has the space to come up with ideas about what I want to do in my business or just things that I want to work on or that I'm interested in. So that's definitely a pro for me yeah. of getting disconnected is I feel refreshed both because of better sleep and because of more time to think. Yeah. And cons, I will say that it has made several aspects of my business more frustrating <laughs> Because, of course, when you run an online business, you need to be online. Need to be online. <laughs> and yeah. thankfully, I can edit, you know, as a video editor, I can edit without being connected to the Internet. I have all of my stuff on hard drives and I can crank that out. But any, you know, client communications, any marketing is difficult to do when I'm not connected to the Internet. So... I've definitely been inspired to create more systems in those areas that can run when I'm not sitting there yeah. at the computer with the internet. Those are my pros and cons of being disconnected. I'm mostly in the pro camp. <laughs> so speaking of being connected, do you want to do the sweep up? Sure. Okay, me first. Okay. <laughs> you did the last one first. That's true. Okay. Um, what made you feel loved today? It made me feel loved that when we were on our hike, even though you wanted to be on the rocky trail right by the edge of the precipitous cliff. Death. Yeah. Of death. Yeah. Precipitous cliff of cliff of death. That 
even though that was where you wanted to be because it was more exciting, you walked on the normal trail with me that was a safe two meters away from the edge. It was way more than two meters away from the edge. Well, it depends on where we were. (laughs) Sometimes it was closer, sometimes it was farther away. Anyway... I, my vertigo has been going crazy at the Grand Canyon because, of course, there's like 2,000 foot drops everywhere you look. Yeah. And the closer I get to the edge, the worse it gets. So I just appreciated that you took the perhaps less exciting route in order to cater to my sensitive stomach. (laughs) (laughs) That made me feel loved. What about you? What made you feel loved today? Um, what made me feel loved today was after we went to the bookstore at the Grand Canyon Visitor Center, you were like, hey, uh, I know we wanted to watch that movie that we didn't get to watch. So let's go over to, you know, their little movie theater and uh, go watch it. And even though they were already closed, that made me feel loved because I really did want to watch it because, spoiler alert, the IMAX movie in town is not that great. No. And so I was left unsatisfied with movies about the Grand Canyon and mm-hmm. I really wanted to get... And this one, was, this one was in the visitor center and so I thought that they would probably be pretty good. And um, even though we didn't get to see it today, I'm sure we'll see it some time some other time and you know that made me feel loved oh you're welcome babe what about you guys in our audience what has made you feel loved today as large and wide and deep as the grand canyon oh that much love (laughs) that's a lot of love the grand canyon is pretty pretty grand okay fine it could be (laughs) a little bit of love I mean, we hope that you've had a lot of love today, like a Grand Canyon's worth of love. Yeah. For sure. But But, don't forget to look for love in the little things, too. Yeah. And if you do want to tell us how you felt love, you can go to our show notes on swepttogether.com slash episode 33. And there you can share, share us with your friends, your family, your significant other, your business partner. All our share buttons are on swepttogether.com. And if you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear what are your pros and cons about disconnecting? Have you ever done anything like this where you've gotten away from the, the hustle and bustle of modern life for a little while? Reach out to us. We're on pretty much all the social media channels at Swept Together. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook by searching at Swept Together. And you can also find us in the iTunes app or the podcast app where you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Yeah. And, you know, the week that we've spent here at the Grand Canyon and even leading up to it in Moab has really helped us practice being truly swept together. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say that? Har, har, har. <laughs> I think you can say that. Then, anyway, so we've been truly swept together because, you know, we, we've had to rely on each other without any distractions, 
without any of the social media or friends and family that come around and just, you know, um, and I've really enjoyed that time. And I think we'll have more time this year going around while we go around the country. Yeah. And, um, you know, see all of the rest of America, which are some places lonely, which is okay. Yeah. But for now, thank you so much for tuning in every Tuesday. Every Tuesday is Swept Together Tuesday. <laughs> and we appreciate all your encouragement, all your love and support. And we'll need the, you know, we'll need all your love and support as we're traveling around the country. Please uh, send prayers and good thoughts our way. Yeah, reach out. Let us know where you're at. We'd love to connect with some of our listeners in person. It'd be great to see you guys because you guys are the best. Until next week, guys. Love you. We love you. about what the cookie it was okay yeah it wasn't my favorite cookie you kicking it old school <laughs> you want to get down let me show you the way whoop there it is <laughs> Babe. what was that the rv brake <laughs>